were on a break. We were on a break. We were on a break. We really were on a break. The positions we get our hands in to let each other know that we're ready. We're like, <laughs> like hello. I didn't even say anything. I did it, and you saw me do it, and you went to do it too. It's like Vogue. Like, oh. stop framing. Have you ever seen a baby mama where she's like, stop framing your face? She's like, I think it's working. I saw the movie once, but I don't really remember oh it. I it, love that movie. I'm not a big fan of them. Excuse me. I know. I'm sorry. You're not a big... You are... Katie, I'm going to put this in the podcast to put you on blast. I know we haven't... I'll say it on the show. We haven't haven't introduced the podcast yet. I don't care. We're starting right now. You don't (laughs) like Amy Poehler and Tina Fey? No, I don't. I cannot continue to record with you. (laughs) I'm sorry, I have another one for you. (laughs) Okay, I hate Conan O'Brien. What? You hate Conan O'Brien? Katie, what are we even doing here? You know he is my he is my comedy idol. He is he, my idol. He just like, I don't know, there's something about him. And I, I respect him. Like when I say, because I feel like a lot of the time like people are like, she doesn't like anybody. It's not that I don't respect them as, like, what they do. He's Uh very talented. Like, he is a great interviewer or whatever. But me personally, I just don't really want to watch him. He's, like, he cringes to me. He makes me cringe for something. Katie, please, please just tell me one thing. Yeah. Please. Oh, God. Please don't tell me that you love Jimmy Fallon. No. No, no, no. (sighs) No, no, no. There's, oh, I mean, okay. <laughs> I was gonna have to sign up for me. A lot of like the the hosts and this, it's all very forced, and it's been forced down my throat uh-huh. with the with the karaoke's and the this and the that and the you know the celebrities read mean tweets and I that understand. type of shit. Where I I don't want it. I don't want to be a part of it. I liked it in the 80s and the 90s when it mm-hmm. was what it was then. Before we were but, alive. Well, but, <laughs> and that's like the same thing with radio. Like I loved radio then, but it's all changed yeah. so much. And I just I don't love what it's evolved into. You're not a so, fan of the late night format. That's exactly Right. And I think that's what it is. Because it's not that I don't like Conan O'Brien. I just don't enjoy his shtick. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not for me. But I don't like that vibe anyway and I like I don't like SNL I'm one of those people where I just like I can't I don't I there is something so unfunny to me about it not that all of those people aren't so fucking talented and funny but there is something about the way that I just I don't know I don't know I don't know and I'm allowed to have an opinion and I'm (laughs) sorry no you're not (laughs) you are not No, here's where you're right, and here's where you're wrong. And I <laughs> here's where you're allowed to have an opinion, and here's where you can go die. No, here's what it is. Here's what it is. The you're right. The late night talk show format is so incredibly dated. I don't even mm-hmm. like. I don't watch Conan's show anymore that much. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree with you on that. It's not. Uh, it's not a viable uh, form. It's like of left a bad taste anymore. in my mouth. Exactly, and yeah. same with SNL. SNL is like it's right. a very. Uh, it's a very. Uh, I don't know. 
the network sketch just doesn't work as well as like cable and like streaming sketch where you can like swear and be edgy and stuff because I feel like sketch is better when you can like yeah. make sta statements and they don't do that often on SNL. Uh, yeah. However, the thing that I love about Conan is that he has like found a way to try to update and like be hipper with the way like that that makes me sound so old but he like he tries to be hipper with like the way that he does it he like he noticed that the podcast thing was big he started a podcast he started focusing on his remotes instead of just like in-house segments like he fo started focusing on remotes where he goes out into the world and does improv which is what he's good no, at yeah and not that and he's not great with his evolution just that i don't want to watch i agree it. i understand <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? But you know what I, you know what I will 100% back you on is the fact that mm -hmm. I hate that, like, modern late night talk shows like Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel and especially James Corden are all just like, we got a celebrity to put on a funny hat and walk around <laughs> in public with us. Like, it's all like... It's all about just making, like, celebrities do dumb shit and play, like, stupid-ass games in the hopes that, like, it'll go viral on YouTube than it is right. of, like, we're going to tell a compelling monologue, we're going to have, like, good interviews. Those guys can't interview for shit. It's all about, like, right. what if we made Tom Hanks dress up like Woody from from a Toy Story and wave exactly. to people outside it's like, of Disneyland? They'll freak out! Yeah, it's like let's exploit celebrities to be funny and whatever. You know, and I just what like What if Justin I don't know. Bieber got in my car and we sang Wicked together? Oh my and god. And listen. The the karaoke, karaoke, whatever, it was a great idea at the beginning. But then it was forced down my throat and I'm just like, I get it. I don't even think it's I a good it. idea because you know what it is? It's lazy. It's you not wanting to write jokes, so you say I'm going to sing in a car like everybody in the fucking well, world does does when they're driving then, to work i mean it's a good idea where you're like it's relatable and people will like it because True. they do it and i can see where it was greenlit to go through where you lost us is when you stopped driving the car <laughs> and you then were on a karaoke. truck <laughs> that's when you lost us you're not driving anymore james because maybe it got unsafe or maybe whatever but that was part of the reason it was fun <laughs> and when you're just sitting on a car up high doing this we don't care. Because, like, remember all those photos that were released of, like, people seeing him filming and it, he wasn't driving? I'm like, all right. Well, this is where I tune out and lose respect how of, lazy, for this segment. Okay, how lazy do you have to be where the pitch of the idea is we're going <laughs> to sit in a car and drive and sing fucking Hamilton and then you can't even sit in a car and drive and sing Hamilton. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get your yeah. head out of I your know. ass. Okay, I'm glad we. Yeah, no. You know what? We've reached a consensus. We've came. Yeah. We came a long way, guys. I'm very excited. Right. <laughs> yes, and it's not that I don't like uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. It's just that it's very. We're gonna be together, and we're gonna be funny now. I can understand and, that. Yeah. Right, and it's like I'm like okay, but when do we just like. But okay. When do the jokes? When, when do the jokes stop? Amy Poehler though. <laughs> Amy Poehler though is such a good comedic actress. If you've seen Parks and Rec, if you've heard right. her voiceover in Inside Out was her so alone. good. So love good. it. I don't like the campy like it's gonna be good just because they're together and they're gonna team up. Did you and see that's what it the is. The movie Sisters awful, but. Mm. 
I do like them individually, and I like them together in some things. I just don't think together it's like, okay, I guess that's all they have to do is show up. Mm-hmm. I, I can agree. And that's what I, that's what I don't like, when it's like, because, like, everyone has labeled them as funny, it's funny. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, sometimes it's not funny. We don't have to just love it because everybody says that it's hilarious. I you agree. know what I mean? Sis- and a lot of Sisters, people case would argue point, that- movie. Sorry. And a lot of, no, you're fine. A lot of people would argue that, like, that's how Friends is. Mm-hmm. That because everybody says that it's funny, it's funny. And that's why people fucking hate it is because it's fucking everywhere. Yeah. And being forced down people's throats. And when anybody talks about Friends, they're like, could I be anymore? Whatever. <laughs> and then it gets annoying because it's all the time and it's constant. So I get it. Um, but, yeah, we really went on a on a little rant there. Hi, welcome <laughs> to the They Were on a Break podcast. <laughs> Well, that was a lot. Anyway, guys, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> right, well, for a second, I forgot we were recording yeah, a podcast. Right. Like, I kind of thought this would, because Chloe and I, we do like a pre, like we join in and then like we start talking for a minute and like I smoke a few bowls and we just like chit chat. I pray to the so Lord. I literally <laughs> forgot that we were, yeah, you pray that I'm ever going to stop smoking. I'm always late and I getting high. I pray for Katie's lungs. She smokes a bowl. <laughs> I got a DM. I got a fucking DM from a woman and she said I was I posted a photo of me on my Instagram of me smoking a joint uh-huh. and she fucking goes your lungs stop before it's too late <laughs> with so many exclamation marks like one two three four five six seven eight nine, at least 14 like there's 14 exclamation this marks this isn't someone who listens to the podcast is it because if so we love you and thank you for looking after katie's health i'm sure she does <laughs> i mean she listens to one of them because i mean i don't know this woman um but uh if you're listening my lungs are are good um they're they seem to be vibing so we're good i appreciate you guys looking out for you know why they're good because you you prayed for them you prayed for them so many times an angel who sent you that (laughs) an angel from above that god sent down Per my request <laughs> to check in on your lungs. No, no, no. Your praying just keeps my lungs safe. You know what? You know what, though? We are appreciative of all of our listeners here because, Katie, guess what? Yeah. All, what? Oh, Did- uh, yeah. Welcome to They Were on a Break. We break down friends, Katie and Chloe, whatever. Um, blah, blah, blah. But guess what? We have eight reviews now. So people have Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you going to read, or, or like, let's read one of them. I'm oh, sorry, we have eight ratings. My bad, but we have two, oh, we have two reviews. We have two, two reviews. reviews. What's the reviews? Okay, here are the reviews, you guys. This is why you need oh, to leave God. them so that we can read them on the podcast. I'm scared. The first one is from ID Fox, two X's. Thank you, ID Fox. Shout out. Uh, they say, awesome cast. Oh, my God. <laughs> they specifies. Please say that in Janice's voice. Love the break. Love, <laughs> Love the breakdown of every episode, as well as the random avenues that this podcast takes. Keep up the amazing podcast. Great for any and all friends fans. ID Fox, thank you. That's amazing. I, I love, love it. it. What's the other one? The other one uh, is from Hot One Ninety. This reminds oh. me of. Um, did you have a an aim? Yeah, I was gonna say. Do you have an aim yes. account? Yes. Yeah, I did. And I can't remember what it was, but it had like three X's in it because I wanted to be sexy. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with 11 year old me. <laughs> no, there's no sexier letter than X. 
right and three of them back to back uh hot 190 says awesome listen love how much fun you guys have when you're talking highly entertaining thank you hot 190 and if you guys want us to read these uh you got to leave your own reviews because yes we need them and we want them and we want to read them Um, that made me feel good I love it. I love it. I'm so excited. I was going to make a pun because didn't he say highly requested? What did he say? Highly what? Highly, highly highly entertaining. Highly entertained. And then I was going to grab my bong and said, hi is right. But then because I'm a stoner, I couldn't even remember what the quote was after you had said three sentences. So welcome to my brain. See, Katie, this is why I have to write four pages of notes. Katie writes like if I didn't have you, I don't, we wouldn't have a back, we wouldn't have a structure to the show. We would just be like, I'd be like, oh, fuck. All right. We're talking about friends. So I think what was happening was, and then talk about the wrong episode. Like it would be a mess. I'm terrified that like at some point I'm just going to forget to write down what happened in a scene. And then I'm going to be like, oh, fuck, what happened next? And then you're going to be like, dude, I don't know. And then we're just going to sit here and be like, ah. I have seen most all of the episodes so much that I do know what's going on in You've watched them more than me, I would hedge a bet. I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday, but I do know what's going on in Barbados. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I really know what's happening. Remember when we were texting the other day and I, like, brought up, oh, you asked me if we should do this episode in one parts or two parts because it was, like, the one, blah, blah, and I brought up Barbados because, like, they combined those and you were like, I love that you just had to bring up Barbados. Katie only (laughs) talks about the Barbados episode. Like, it's so funny. I... Katie, you have to wait a long time I know. to get to the Barbados it'll, episode. But can you imagine how exciting it'll be when we get there? <laughs> Holy shit. The buildup is real We are going to have to, like, we're going to have, have to party. do something special. This Countdown to Barbados starts now, you guys. Countdown <laughs> to Barbados. My, my favorite episodes are more, like, mid-seasons, so, like, It'll be my time to shine pretty soon, and then your time to shine is going to be when we get to the fucking Barbados. Yes. I mean, there are other episodes that I, like, love a lot, like the one with all the kissing in season five. That's a great one. Hands down, one of my faves. So the, I have ones, or um, the one without the ski trip. I fucking mm-hmm. love that episode. Uh, so I have I have some coming up I... that I... I'm dreading the Ross and Rachel relationship and the breakup. It really, it kills me. I cannot wait for um, when we get to Richard because... Oh, I love Richard. I have so much to say. Jesus. I oh! so much about Richard. About, I had to cough about it. No, I love the Richard uh, storyline so much and I love him. Um, so I am, I am looking forward to that. Uh, you know what it's, I have an unpopular opinion about? Is the uh, the engagement between Monica Ooh. and uh, Chandler? I can't I, wait till I, we get to it. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Yeah, I'm gonna be surprised. You're, you're just gonna be shocked. You're gonna be shocked. Oh, so yeah. Well, okay. We anyway. Uh, we're on uh, season one, episode sixteen, uh, the one with two parts. I don't understand why these are called the one with two parts. Like, were they, did they just run out of ideas? Because this isn't, like, this didn't, I don't understand. We get other two-parters later in the series, and they give them regular-ass titles, and then just put, like, part one, part two, 
So I feel like because there's there's like no specific reason that this one would be two parts. It just is. Yeah, I feel like there really was not enough material for this to be two parts because like we have one storyline that's completely wrapped mm-hmm. up. Two storylines, actually, really, that are, like, completely wrapped up in this episode. And then only one that's, like, wrapped up in the next episode. And, like, it's just... We should just dive into it. But, yeah, you're Let's right. Dive. There was no reason for this. Um, but... Yeah. The One with Two Parts, Part 1, aired February 23rd, 1995, written by Marta Kaufman and David Crane, and directed mm-hmm. by Michael Lembeck who I don't believe we've seen so far as a director. I was going to say, I don't think I've heard that name. Well, now you have. <laughs> now I have. Welcome welcome in. <laughs> um, Love to have you. Love to have you directing. Thanks for doing it. <laughs> so the, uh, the cold open of this episode is Chandler and Joey meeting Phoebe's twin sister, Ursula. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, I believe we've touched on this before. Uh, but yes. the reason that they did this is because uh, Ursula was a character that Phoebe played on another NBC show called Mad About You. And for some reason, people couldn't understand that an actress would be on two different shows. So they decided... Who'd have thunk? Yeah, so they decided who'd to do a crossover. That, who'd have thought that, that, that as a viewer, you can't wrap your mind <laughs> around somebody being in multiple things? <laughs> Like, what if, like, uh, that's like an actor being in a bunch of different movies. They're just not all at the same time. What is wrong with people? Oh, my God. Well, it gave us this amazing storyline in which uh, Joey thinks that Ursula is hot. He says he can tell the difference between her and Phoebe. uh, And he's, like, real into her. Uh, So that's the setup for Joey and Phoebe's. Does that make any sense? Um, I could see that. Because, I mean, you know, people who, like, have a... Like, people could marry a twin in real life and, like, maybe not necessarily be as attracted to, like, their identical twin. Because it's, like, a personality thing, maybe. Like, Ursula's aura about her is, like, a lot more, like... She gave nothing. She didn't speak to them. She was just rude. Yeah, but she's a lot more, like, standoffish and, like, mean. She's not as floofy as Phoebe. I'm not trying to defend her. I'm just saying... (laughs) No, I feel you. I'm just saying I could see why there would be, like, a different vibe. They have, like, a different style to them that maybe Joey's, like, more into. Although I have to say, Ursula doesn't really seem like the type of girl that Joey would go for because she's not very nice. Well, I think what happened here was they were like, we need to write about both of these shows at the same time. And then they all sat down and they were like, okay... Uh, what can we do? And we were like, well, Joey, he loves women. He will love Ursula. And then they were like, yes. And then they moved on to the next idea, and this was born. <laughs> and because that's what I, I had so many questions that I was like saying throughout the episode, and then I came to that. I was like, well, no, bitch, this is what happened. Me being bitch, <laughs> uh, I was like, this is what fucking happened. Like, because I'm always really trying. Now that we're, like, dissecting these and rewatching them, I'm always, like, try- I'm, like, trying to make it make sense. And it doesn't need to. It's a fucking television show. Make it make sense, please. Yeah, I'm really, like, but why? And if what? And it's just, I need to <laughs> chill. <laughs> uh, well, the next scene, we're in Central Perk, and Joey and Chandler are telling Phoebe that they saw Ursula and Phoebe is very upset. She has, like, mad beef with her sister that's never been resolved. Her sister was the pretty one. She was the one who, like, walked first. So everyone gave her the attention and blah, 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 blah. 
Um, Mm -hmm. And I like that later in the episode we do, like, unravel that a little bit more. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) I just love that she's like, and she walked first. And so then by the time I walked, later that same day, people were just, like, over it. (laughs) Like, damn, I feel like that's who I would be as a twin. I'd be like, hello, I have to be the first to do everything or else, like, I'm going to feel left behind and I don't want that. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, I get it. I would, too. (laughs) Um, Also, Ross is having monkey trouble. That's what I wrote down. His fucking Marcel the monkey, who, thank God. Oh, wait, no, we do see him. I was going to say, thank God we don't have to see him uh, in this episode. Did we see him? We do see him for, like, a scene. Oh, it must be so brief. I know, neither of us remembered it. Uh, um, And (laughs) that's the setup for Ross, is that... uh, he has a monkey that's gone astray and awry and is not well behaved. Plus, he has to go to Lamaze with Carol and Susan. So, God forbid. Okay, when we're at- <laughs> on so many jokes it, there, and I wrote down in this uh, in my notes. I was like, there were so many. And I know there's so many jokes in every episode, but there seemed to be more in this episode, and half of them were incredible, and half of them I was like, Ooh, oh, oh my gosh! Thank God you you said that because there are some lines that I love that I wrote down and then there are lines yeah that boil my blood because I'm like this is so I, and I was like I was like is it because I'm on my period or is it the episode is it the jokes I don't understand so <laughs> Ross goes to Lamaze with Carol and Susan and he can't even like bring himself to like say that they're lesbians and like together which is like really weird and also like why does he have to diminish their relationship all the time and also like why do like they're also like kind of weird about it because they're like we're life partners we're life lovers like blah 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 like why aren't you just like yo this is my girlfriend or something or like and like why did the woman so like ross is having a hard time getting it out and he's like this is carol this is susan blah 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 and then he just stops talking and then the damn woman was like so who is she again (laughs) woman you see him having a hard time. Can we just let it is go? Is this what being gay was like in 1994? Because maybe. Yikes. Whoopsies. <laughs> also, I had a problem with the fact that uh, to like diffuse the situation. Well, I don't have a problem with it, but the joke at the end where he like turns to the woman with twins and he's like, "Twins? That's like two birds," which was just like a dumb joke to me. That's a a joke that boils my blood also are we gonna talk about the fact that women have to give birth to a baby and then they have to give birth to like all the shit that the baby is in like you have to give the you have to give birth yeah to the placenta and all that shit so really if it's twins it's like three or four births (laughs) really honestly oh and then you bleed for like a few weeks after you just have stuff come out you have to wear big diapers I, I love, um, this is a total side tangent, but I love the comedian Ali Wong uh, and her stand-up specials. Uh, have you uh, watched any of those? Oh my gosh. Mm-mm. You need to check her out. If you guys haven't watched Ali Wong's specials on Netflix, you need to because she's pregnant for both of them. Uh, one with her mm-hmm. first child and one with her second child. And it's just so funny. And she like she makes a lot of jokes about like being pregnant and giving birth and all of this stuff in a way that I think like... Uh, even like men would find very funny. So that's my my plug mm-hmm. for Ali Wong. Sorry, but <laughs> love it. I'll check it out. No, it's fine. Love it. Love to hear it. Um our next scene, this storyline with Chandler and his assistant is mm. an it, it is a plot line that I wish I could erase from my brain. 
But she's really precious. She is. But, like, okay. She's really adorable. Like, I loved her casting. Like, she is so adorable. And I just love I'm her. I'm looking up the, the name of the actress as we speak. Her name in it is Nina, but they credited it as uh, something else on accident. Like, that's not her name in the thing. Oh, she's played by, sorry, she's played by Jennifer, Jennifer Grant. There you go. There she is. Anywho. uh, But in this episode, uh, when Nina walks in, like, they talk about, like, the weenus and whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, And Nina says that the weenus stands for weekly estimated net usage statistics. But in the previous episode, Chandler explains that it stands for weekly estimated net usage systems. So what they is couldn't it? have is it sti- double statistics or systems? Yeah, what the fuck? Like, how hard is it? But then here's what I was okay. thinking. I watched her deliver her line, mm-hmm. and then I'm thinking maybe she said the line wrong, but like there were fuck ups. <laughs> so they're like, we're just gonna keep it because we just need to keep filming. You know what I mean? Like maybe. It was, like, hard to get out or whatever. And so that's what I decided in my head. I understand. I like that. We're just we're justifying yeah. their being too lazy to look up what the actual <laughs> abbreviation stands for. You know I gotta make it uh, make but, sense. But so. Chandler has a hot assistant named Nina who he is told mm-hmm. to fire uh, and instead yes. asks her out because he can't bring himself to fire her. Also, she's very adorable. I agree. She is so adorable. I cannot. Her <laughs> smile. She's just, I know, she's seriously so precious. I can't. She's so precious. And then in this next scene at Monica's, everyone is like, you fucking idiot. Like, you can't sleep with your assistant. And then uh, even later, like. Let's cut to fucking Rachel and Tag, though. Shall we? True. Just saying. I know, they never, like, reference this again. Like, you think Chandler would have been like, yeah, remember when I fucked everything up by dating my assistant? Now he never brings it up again. Uh, no, he doesn't. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> Rachel has still not taken down the Christmas lights, and Monica is up her ass about it. And I have to say, I have been the Monica roommate before, and I have been the Rachel roommate before. Uh, oh, I totally get it. I have both sides. Here's my personal opinion. Monica couldn't sleep because the ottoman was not in the right spot. There is no way that Monica would have allowed Rachel to leave these lights up for a month. There is absolutely no way that she'd be able to sleep at night. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. And I know that we need it, and I won't spoil the ending, that we need it for the ending joke, whatever. But it, was it that important? I'm wondering why Monica didn't take them down herself. Like, you would think that she was the well, one who cause... put them up. Oh, wait. Right. But she's Jewish, yeah. so maybe not. Maybe. Hear me out. But she puts up that Christmas tree, and it has to be perfect on the one side. That's true. I don't know, man. I feel like it would have been a better explanation if they were like, yo, Rachel's the one who wanted the Christmas lights up in the first place. She's responsible for them. She should be the one to take well, them down. I saw it as like uh, Rachel hardly does anything around here, so we're gonna give her the easy job of taking down the Christmas lights. That's a hard job. <laughs> is it? I don't know. I've never. I mean, I I like will like string them on stuff, and it's like whatever. You have. I'm just gonna say you have more fun in life as the Rachel roommate, but you. Oh yeah. <laughs> but someone <laughs> has to be the Monica roommate. <laughs> so yeah, or else it's gonna look like my house does. Because I am the Rachel of it all. I There was one time in my life where my Christmas tree lived for three years up. Never went down. <laughs> just, just, it was Christmas. 
all the time. I love that. My So Monica would not Monica would not have enjoyed Guys, I'm just gonna put this out there. It is when we are recording this, it's the first of July. Mm-hmm. My neighbor still has their Christmas tree up. Oh, interesting. I live in a high rise. Uh, I am very, very mm-hmm. close to. I relate to Monica and Rachel now, where they can look into ugly naked guys' apartments. Seeing people, I mm-hmm. can look into yeah. my neighbors' apartments very easily now. And there has been a Christmas tree up since I moved in in April. Uh, and at first, in, in April, oh and God. at first, I was like, you know, maybe it's a COVID thing. Maybe they like needed some cheer up throughout the year. Maybe they went on vacation. I don't know. Here's the thing, though. They keep lighting it up at night. So, like, they're acknowledging Mm -hmm. that the Christmas tree is up. They know it to be up. Well, when my Christmas tree was up for three years, I plugged it in every night. It was great. I loved it. I mean, I was like, well, if you're going to be here, I am going to enjoy you. (laughs) Yeah, that's basically, that's where we're at right now. We We think Monica and Rachel are bad for having their lights up in February. Honey, it's July, and it's still Christmas in Chicago. (laughs) Christmas in Chicago. <laughs> I'm dead. Um, the the last important thing that happens in this scene is that uh, Marcel the monkey is there for no reason uh, and changes their television to Spanish, which is like a long running joke throughout the episode that I think is dumb. But yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But uh, whatever. I <laughs> I have a lot to say about this next scene. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait. <laughs> The way that you just stopped everything and said, but whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's truly the level of brat that I am. <laughs> brat. Oh my brat. God. I've never heard someone call themselves a brat That's and I love it. a big old brat. <laughs> Side note, when I, when I was a kid, there was a brat's doll named Chloe and people used to, used to buy it for me, like for my birthday and stuff. Because they'd be like, oh, this is a doll with your name. So here you go. But I was Here's uh, 12 of them. <laughs> but I wasn't allowed to play with brats because my mom didn't like the fact that they were named brats and she thought it was inappropriate. So she would make me return them every time. And so I've been gifted and subsequently returned, returned like seven Chloe brats dolls throughout my life. When is your birthday? I know what I'm getting you. <laughs> It's in April. When it's April first. It? If you guys want to send me uh, some Brad's dolls, no, I'm doing it. Don't anybody else do it. It's me. Don't fucking take my gift. Fuck. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna do it sooner than that. You're just. I'm gonna need your address after this. I episode. live in a studio apartment. The walls are about to be lined with Brad's dolls that are named after me. You need. To make a TikTok story time about that, <laughs> about how you were gifted Bratz dolls and you had to return them. And then you should like dress up but like her at the end of it. I was allowed, to just to be clear, I was allowed to play with Barbies. I was allowed to play with my sand dolls. I was allowed to play with Polly Pockets. I was just not allowed to play with Bratz. They were ugly. Those fucking slutty Bratz. <laughs> they were ugly as shit. She hated but them. <laughs> don't get me they wrong. They weren't. And now every girl looks like a walking Bratz doll. <laughs> but they can, uh, people in real life, I think, can pull it off more than uh, <laughs> the actual. The, 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 the Barbies dolls. could. But it's so funny how, like, a doll that, like, we all thought looked so weird and wild, and now everybody literally <laughs> looks like that. Like, it's so funny to me. I mean, I don't, because I literally can't imagine the pain of doing... Like, I go and get injections for my acne, 
I can't even imagine what it would be like to get injections of like stuff in my skin. <laughs> no. Ow. Get out. And then like it can travel and move. Mm-mm. Not in my skin you don't. Not, <laughs> Not in, in my face. But I respect anybody who wants to do whatever they want. You oh. do you and I think it looks fucking awesome. Say, I'm just too much of a pain no I, for me. A pain I absolutely no. love the look of like of I a love well it too. done lip filler. I think it's yeah beautiful. Can you imagine? I cannot. I have not gotten them done. Uh, I am a bitch about needles, so I can't do it. But no. I've seen I've seen someone I've seen people get them, and honestly, and it changes how they look. And it's like, damn, you look so fucking look good. And then good. I'm like, well, they look good. And I'm like, well, would I look ten times better if I mm-hmm. did it? You know what I mean? It start. But then, like, that's one of the issues. Not the issues, but then that's where it's like, oh no, this is dangerous. Do you remember? Because now people are feeling like we have to change ourselves because everybody looks like quote unquote better. You know what I mean? Do you remember when people used to like stick their lips in like the bottles to do the Kylie lip, like Jenner. Meanwhile, yeah, she's like getting lip the fillers. The Kylie Jenner challenge thing. Holy shit. And there were some scarring fucking photos from that, that time period. Yeah. That is the most 2015 shit I could ever <laughs> remember. Like what the fuck were we doing? <laughs> Some stuff. Oh my god. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> back to friends. Anyway, back to friends. Susan. Okay. Susan and Ross go to Lamaze class. Carol is held mm-hmm. up at school, so she can't go. And so then, like, they have to flip a coin and decide who's going to be Carol and, like, who's going to be the coach. My question is what the fuck is the point of doing Lamaze without Carol? Like, Su- like, Susan is going to go home and be like, okay, so remember to imagine that your vagina is blooming open like a flower. Like, no, it doesn't work unless she, like, she's the star. She's got to be there to make it happen. Just don't go that day. Maybe we needed it. It was purely. For, like, the awkward, like, moment. It was purely, like, for the, like, the comedy so that Ross would have to be the lady and then they would be like, your cervix is ripening, you're giving birth, and they'd be like, ha ha, Ross has a vagina. But. <laughs> and then, and then he made direct eye contact with the camera at the end because of, like, whatever, like, of that scene. Oh, my God, enough. <laughs> but that scene just makes absolutely no sense. Why, why would you go to a Lamaze also, class? without the fucking pregnant woman (laughs) if i took a shot for every time that they said the word lesbian on this show i'd be drunk they say lesbian so much more than they need to just to make jokes yeah like the punchline is lesbian there's like there's lesbian that's what i mean like it's and it's like what like people just don't go around saying lesbian every 10 minutes you know i have to say i I have appreciation for uh, how far we have come, just a little bit. Yes. From watching this. Because there's no, like, if this aired today, like, as is, like, brand new show, people would be like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's not even funny. Like, it's just weird. Like, why is that a Mm punchline? I I gotta say, not a fan of this. Not a fan. Not a fan either. (laughs) Not a fan. Um, we have to talk about this scene in the coffee house, um, where people keep mistaking Phoebe for Ursula. Um, so Mm. they're in the coffee house. Uh, Phoebe is still lamenting the fact that like Joey is asking out her sister. Um, and she's like talking Mm -hmm. to Rachel about it. 
Um, and then in walk in two guest stars, Helen Hunt and Layla Kenzie from Mad About You. Um, and they are they yeah. are in their Mad About You characters. And the whole joke is that they think Phoebe is Ursula and she doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. And she's so standoffish that they're like, yeah, that's Ursula. That's um, her, right. To me, I felt the need to look up Mad About You because I know nothing about it. And I felt like I wasn't really getting uh, the full experience of this scene without looking it up. Okay. If you'll indulge me, uh, I wrote down some stuff about the show Mad About You. Because. I, okay. Was it like, did it make more sense when you watched it? Or was it, did it not even really need any of this? It made me understand. Uh, I guess it made me understand like who the fuck they were a little bit better. Um Okay. So, okay. Because people, like, flipped the fuck out when these people, like, walked through the door. And it's just one of those cases where, like, I was not around, really, when this show was popular. And maybe a lot of people listening were not around either. So uh, I just Mm -hmm. wrote down some stuff that I looked up about Mad About You. So I didn't realize that this show was so big. But Mad About You ran for seven... Originally, it ran for seven seasons, which is a long fucking time, from uh, 1992 to 1999. Um, At this time, they probably would have been in, like, their third or fourth season. And by then, they were in, like, the top 11 of the Nielsen ratings. So they were, like, a big fucking deal. Uh, It it won four Golden Globes and 12 Emmys. So, like, it was a fucking high award-winning show. Um, and then I was just like, yeah. what the fuck is this show about? Um, the series revolves around a newlywed documentarian played by Paul Reiser and a PR specialist played by Helen Hunt as they deal with the daily minutia of life in New York City, um, which is kind of similar to like, this reads to me as like almost the grown up version of Friends, where it's like instead okay. of friends exploring their life in New York City, it's like a newly married couple of professionals exploring their life in New York City. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was so popular that they even, like, brought back a revival of it uh, in 2019. So then they got an eighth season of it, like, 20 years later. Um, Oh, wow. So I just wanted to look it up because I was like, okay, I need to understand who these people are. I need to understand what the fuck Mad About You was. I guess it does make a little more sense why they would, like, pair it with friends and also it kind of makes sense if you look at the larger lineup that was happening on nbc at the time because seinfeld was also on and that was also about a bunch of people like like living in new york city so i guess this was just like the only type of show that people wanted to watch (laughs) this was the only thing on tv watch it times exactly um and just a fun fact lisa kudrow played ursula on that show in 24 episodes and uh, Hank Azaria, who we saw as David a couple episodes ago, uh, was also on that show for 15 episodes. Oh my god, played, that's yeah, amazing! He played I love Helen that. Hunt's dog walker. So I just thought interesting. Just thought I love that it. was interesting, and I was like, I don't understand what the fuck is going on here. So maybe I should also look it up, and maybe other people don't. Understand. I just like accepted it. I was like, okay, you're here. I, I couldn't right. accept it. I was like, I need to know what the fuck was up with this show. <laughs> like, I need more information. Uh, the next day at uh, Monica and Rachel's apartment, they're talking to Chandler about the fact that he, like, asked Nina out on a date instead of fired her. 
And Rachel yeah. has an excellent point where she's like, bitch, what the fuck? Like, this is exactly what she says. She, she was like, what are you? She was like, Chandler, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, it's going to be harder for you to fire her now that, like, you guys are dating. Like, you've complicated it. What are you going to say? You're fired. But how about a quickie before I go to work? Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. I thought it was very funny. I really like Rachel in this episode a lot. I think, like, sometimes when we have, like, very Rachel-centric episodes, she can get under my skin. But I love in this episode mm. how, like, she's just kind of, like, speaking the truth to people and just seems like a very good friend. Like, even later when she's, like, comforting Phoebe, like, a lot of what she's saying is, like, very on point in this episode. I was like, okay. I like you, Rachel. It's shocking to me that anybody could not watch every episode and think that Rachel is the best thing that exists. <laughs> so it's always interesting to hear that perspective. Um, we also get an appearance of Mr. Heckles, who I don't care about that much. Do you like Mr. Heckles? I don't care about it, but the fucking quote when he talks about cats and then they say, you don't even have cats. And he says back, I could have cats. I fucking was laughing so hard. What? That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, you could have cat. I could have cats. Anyone really could have cats. <laughs> so stupid. If you're daring enough. Well, aren't, doesn't he die soon? I think he dies in the third season. Oh, not soon at all. We have a lot more heckles. All right, never mind that. I always forget that Mr. Heckles ever existed because he was, like, so early on and then, like, killed off. That, like, by the time I get to the later episodes, I never think about him once. Like, ever. <laughs> I think about him often, but I also... <laughs> like, I think about, for a while, I think about Mr. Heckles every day. <laughs> no. Um, I think about him because I watched season, like, one's... Season... Season ones. I meant to say seasons one through three. Jesus, here we go. I tried to say Arnold Palmer yesterday, and I could not get it out of my mouth. And I was like having a stroke while I was trying to say it. And I was like Arnold Palmer. And I, I, I and I kept trying to say it like to get it right, and I like couldn't. And then I forgot what the actual word was. You know, and that just happens. It was a wild time, but goodness, those Arnold are good. The, the lemonade mix with the ar I, the arse teas. I that's, can't even. I can't uh, that's my go-to drink. If you guys ever want to buy me a non-alcoholic beverage, I don't know why I'm soliciting people to buy me shit today when no one knows. Bratz dolls, Arnold Palmer's. A studio apartment filled with Bratz dolls and Arnold Palmer's. Just that's how I'm decorating. But if you guys uh, ever do oh see me God. in public and want to buy me a drink, uh. Run Arnold up Palmer. to her with an Arnold Palmer. Chloe! In my face and then say, you fucking bitch. No one wants to buy you anything. Stop soliciting shit for random people. I have an Amazon wish list and people do want to buy you shit, it turns out. So you make one and you post that shit. I have never, I never expect anyone to get me anything when it's not my birthday. I don't either. <laughs> But people were like, I want to send you something. How can I do that? So I like made an Amazon wish list and now people buy me and I don't put anything like crazy on there. Like I'm not asking for like a $200 item. Like it's like $14 sunglasses. <laughs> so I encourage everybody to do it. A wish list is very fun. And sometimes you get your Honestly, wish. that does sound fun. I should do that. And it's so exciting when it comes to the door and you're like, I don't know what it <laughs> is, but it's something I picked out. <laughs> um... 
Well, I don't even know how to segue from this, but this is a this is a great podcast though. And here here's what you needed to know coming to this they were on a break podcast. You're not just coming for friends. You're coming for the full Chloe and Katie exactly. experience. You know? It's just it's ten out of ten. So if you have opinions, you don't. <laughs> if you have opinions, you don't. <laughs> They are not valid unless they are good. Not valid unless they agree. With, that's basically what I told you at the beginning of this podcast. I was like, here's where you're right. Here's where you're wrong, buddy. <laughs> well, you know who I do think is wrong is Joey in this situation. Yeah, that's right. I'm segueing. Amazing oh, segue. Woo! Fucking good. I, as we ruin it by stopping it and clapping well, for I think it. That Joey is wrong in this scenario because he like runs in. It's going to be Phoebe's birthday. And he's like, Phoebe, mm-hmm. I need you to try this on. It's a, it's a birthday gift. And she's like, oh, my God, a birthday gift. And he's like, for Ursula, psych. Like, can he I, doesn't say it like that. but Can I just, uh, here's my thing. Phoebe is so very clearly bothered by the fact, and she's not saying it, but in her actions, she is showing that she is so clearly bothered by this entire situation. Why the fuck is Joey continuing to go on with this. Why would he not see that his friend doesn't like it and she doesn't like Ursula? So why would she want one of her really good friends to date her? What? Yeah, Joey is like basically just pretending that he doesn't notice and like is getting aggravated at her, which is really like annoying. And Joey is usually like 100% down for his friends. So like this bothers me that he's like just this enamored with someone who's not even nice. That's what I mean. Like, it just... Make it make sense. Uh, another person who I think is really... Uh, you know what? Fuck it, I'm just gonna say it. This is a terrible episode for the men uh, of Friends. Not one of them is doing the right okay. thing. Joey's being a dick. Chandler's being a fucking yeah. asshole because... He's now dating this girl who he was supposed to fire. And then when his boss confronts him about it, he spreads a rumor that she is insane (laughs) and tells everyone she's mentally unstable. And then is like, well, I can't fire her for the good of, like, the safety of others. Like, and you would think that his boss would be like, oh, shit. Like, we got to escort this bitch out of the building if you're saying she's going to, like, physically harm people. But instead, they just let her stay there, and then everyone just talks shit about take her. Take her scissors. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. it's. Oh, you're right. You're right. I was going to try to defend Chandler. Because <laughs> it started out because he didn't want to hurt her feelings. And that's good. And I appreciate that. But boy, did it spiral <laughs> out of control. And I like to think about, like, it's pure. Yeah, it, I do have to defend him in saying it's not, like, necessarily like it's not him trying to like sleep with her and keep her around it's the fact that he like can't fire another person and feels so bad about it that like can't fire her so i'll fuck essentially although thank god they don't fuck like as far as we know because just like that would just be next level but Mm -hmm. so i will i will give him that but still like what the fuck terrible move terrible move terrible uh, meanwhile, at their final Lamaze class, uh, they have to watch, like, the birthing video. Uh, 
By the way, if you hear any fucking squeaking in the background, I don't know if you can hear that, but I think they're working on the elevators in my building, which happen to be right next to my unit. Um, anyway, sorry, city life. Anyway, <laughs> they have to watch this birthing video in the Lamaze class and Carol starts freaking out about the birth. Wait, before we get to that, can we talk about how she stops the birthing video? And the lead Lamaze woman says, in the weirdest, calmest voice, and that's having a baby. <laughs> what? Why are you saying Also, like, <laughs> I, I've i never been to a Lamaze class, but I've never heard that they, like, actually show you a, a birthing video. Like, seems like why would we expose ourselves to that? So close they, to like, it. I know that they make people do this in health class, but I've never met a pregnant person who was like, oh, we had to watch the birth video in my Lamaze class. Like, I just thought it was a lot of... And that was it. Yeah, it's like you learn how to like manage pain and like positions and stuff. This is all coming from someone who, by the way, has never had a child. So they, take this with a grain of salt, listeners. But... I've never heard of someone watching a birthing video in Lamaze class ever. Yep. I, do people even do Lamaze classes really anymore? Or do they just find out what they need on the internet? I think they do. I think they do like birthing classes and stuff. I think there's like, okay. I, All right. I think it. like now as everything has like things have branched off and now there's like a thousand different birthing methods and like different classes that you can choose from and shit like that. Cause that's how everything goes now. Uh, that's mm -hmm. what I would guess. I think people still do it, but I could be wrong. Again, mm, again, never been pregnant, never given birth, but I have opinions anyway. Here's my opinions about go. it. <laughs> uh, and Carol starts freaking the fuck out. I love, like, this moment of Susan calming her down. Like, I... I Me too. It's really I really, really love that, like, Susan was the one to do it, too, because, like, I just love the little glimpses that we get into their relationship, um, and, like, how... Mm -hmm cute together they really are like i just really enjoy yeah. that um <laughs> meanwhile ross starts like actually realizing that he's like about to be a dad and when we get to this next scene where they're back at central perk uh ross says a line that i think about often that i hate and it 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 yep. bothers me to my core it's it didn't even get a laugh that's how bad this line is. But he's freaking out at Central Park. Is it supposed to be funny? I think so. He says, I knew I was having a baby, but I didn't realize the baby was having me. I wrote the line down too. I'm like, what the what fuck is this? Mean? And my friend told me that I'd be like, are you high? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, I would just be like, that's like the kind of thing that people say when they're like trying to say... People think that if you rearrange, like, the way that a sentence works, that it somehow turns it into a deep and, like, poignant sentence. And it doesn't. And this is fucking proof of that. What nope. the fuck does that mean? Yeah. It does. I don't know, but it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. Uh, this line, I cringe. So um, Ross is basically freaking out about the fact that, like, if he can't control Marcel the monkey, how is he going to be able to, like, have a baby and, like, be a good dad and i do love this quip from chandler where he's like well scientists are now saying that babies and monkeys are actually different <laughs> oh my god uh, some of it was so funny and some of it was so yeah, bad 
I don't know how it can be so many at the same time, but it really was in this episode. Yeah, it's all over the place. And then in the next scene, we're back at Chandler's office and Nina is confronting him and being like, I'm concerned people are treating me weird. They're stealing my scissors. Then he offers her a fucking raise. And then before you know it, everything unravels and he has to come clean. And that's like the whole, I think that's the end of the Nina saga. Yeah, it is. And I miss her because she's well, Yeah, which, by the way, I have to say, for someone who, like, whose biggest, like, or not biggest, but, like, one of their big character traits is that they're, like, unlucky with women, Chandler pulls some highly adorable women. He, this is true. Yeah, he really does. Highly adorable yeah. women. I love Nina, that term. Nina is, like, really cute and adorable. That girl who, uh, Aurora, who just wanted to, like, fuck him, basically... Yeah, hot. hot. He fucking flirts with Jill Goodacre. Like, I'm sorry. Like, we have seen him have a lot more chemistry with people than, like, possibly even Joey at this point. Honestly, true. Yes, he's going after fucking Phoebe's sister, mm-hmm. twin sister at that. And speaking of which, like, in the next scene when we're at Monica's, we finally like get that kind of unraveling of really like what is going on between Phoebe and Ursula. And I have to say, like, I get it. Like, it's a sad story. Like, when she's talking about the fact that, like, yeah. Ursula basically always took everything from her. And, like, she had this right. she had this boyfriend who was, like, her best friend in the freaking world. And then Ursula, like, basically, like, stole him away and broke his heart. And then he never wanted to talk to Phoebe again and just, like, ruined their relationship. Like, that's pretty heartbreaking. And I mean, I think that where Phoebe is going wrong is that she's saying this to her group of friends instead of saying it to Joe. Exactly. And I think like... Like she, she should just tell him that. And I, Rachel tells her to. And that's another part of where I'm like, yeah, I like Rachel in this episode. Because she's speaking the fucking truth. Like, and I think yeah. when she... This was a weird moment because there was like a big laugh after this. But Rachel says, um, look, they've only been going out for a week. They haven't slept together yet. Like, it's not serious. You should just tell like Joey about all this and about how you feel. And for some reason, her saying like, it's not that serious got like this huge laugh from the audience. Like, did you notice that? I thought that was so weird. I didn't. I didn't notice it, uh, but I'm sure I'll go back that and was, watch now because now I want to know That was what really it is. weird to me because I was like, I don't think that's supposed to be a joke, and like, it's not a joke. It's like dead on, but like, why is the crowd laughing? But, I mean, in <laughs> in those like shows, if you were in the audience, they had an applause light yeah. that they would turn on or laughter if they wanted you to. So they wanted them. <laughs> I'm to. I'm not blaming the audience. I'm just saying like. They could have taken out that sound. Like, that was just a weird edit to me. Well, no, but that's what I'm saying. I think the show clearly wanted it in if they, because they would have edited it out had they not wanted yeah. it in there. They maybe wanted to either make it funny or what have you, but Yeah, good it was really weird. But Rachel is dead on. Like, it's not that serious. So Phoebe goes to confront Joey and, like, knocks on the door. And then Ursula answers in, like, his shirt, which I guess the implication is that they finally slept together or whatever um and that's like the dramatic lead off for like this storyline this is really like yeah it's really yeah drawn it's, out and it's really like i feel like they didn't as we were talking about before like they didn't need to do this in two parts this is the only storyline really that entailed two parts and yeah. i feel like they could have smushed it down into one 
I 100% agree. I don't understand why it's two. I don't know why it's named that. I have a lot of questions and no answers. And then in our final scene, which does set up a little bit for part two, uh, Rachel is finally taking down the Christmas lights. And I didn't remember that she fucking... Oh my she God. She falls off we, the balcony and almost dies and lands in like... The next episode is with fucking George yep, Clooney, yep, isn't it? Yep. I forgot that she breaks her ankle or whatever. Oh my god! I do like the next episode. Yeah. But again, doesn't need to be it two doesn't... parts. Could have been a whole episode about them going to the hospital and her falling after the Christmas exactly. lights. Sorry. I agree. I was so excited about realizing that it was George Clooney that I like ruined everything you were saying to be like, it's George no, Clooney! Right. Like they could have done all these storylines in an episode that wasn't a two parter. Like they could have done an episode yeah. with uh Joey and Ursula and the Lamaze class and all that shit and Nina and then they could have done a whole other episode that was just the ER and the doctors and then whatever other fucking storylines they wanted to fill in they didn't they there yep. was no reason for this I completely freaked the fuck out because I forgot that Rachel legit almost just falls falls off of the balcony to her death and then god Mr. Heckles lives underneath them and like she gets tangled in the lights but I was like, holy shit, like, they are not on, like, the second floor. Like, that would have been bad. No, she would be dead if she fell that far. Like, it would be no yeah, good. Yeah, I'm like, oh, fuck, Rachel had a near-death experience, and we're just putting this in, like, the end scene? <laughs> they love to do that shit. Just throw her off the side. I was like, I don't think people are comprehending just how insane that is. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, but that is the first part of the one with two parts, and we will be covering we'll be covering the second uh, part. Take a shot every time I say part uh, in next week's part <laughs> yeah. lesbian, the drinking game. Oh my god, Katie, what were your titles for uh, this episode? Because I feel like the title of this episode sucks, so we definitely need to rename it. Uh, it is terrible. I've got the one with the Christmas lights. I've got the one with Chandler's hot assistant. And they've got the one with the Lamaze class, but my autocorrect changed it to Llamas. <laughs> so it's the one with the Llamas class, if you look at my notes. Love that. <laughs> I almost did, I almost did the one yours? with the Lamaze class, but then I decided to tweak it uh, to be something that'll just make you laugh, and I'll get to that. I'll do oh, that. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, so I put uh, the, one where, uh, the one where Joey dates Ursula. Because that's how, cause that's how oh, I think of it. that's a great that's one. That's how I think of the episode. Oh my god, that one's uh, great. I have the one with yep. the crossover, again. Crossover that's magic. good. Oh, these are ten times better than mine. And Jesus. then I have the one where Ross's vagina opens up like a flower. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm writing the titles, I just think... Katie laugh. <laughs> what is going to make her so happy? Your titles are always so much better than mine. Those were like mine, just like throw mine in the trash. Yours are all on Thank the drawing you. board now. <laughs> all of my titles. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, for an episode that I feel like did not dazzle me. I really enjoyed like recording today's episode, and uh, oh my god, it was I, so much fun! And uh, partly because we talked about so much <laughs> other shit instead. I start with a tangent in this episode. What a time! <laughs> well, Katie, where can everybody find you? 
You can find me everywhere at Little Baby Kates. I've got a podcast called See You Next Tuesday where I talk all about sex and dating. I've also got a Patreon, patreon.com slash littlebabykates. Uh, and I've got new, fun, exciting things coming, and I also have merch coming out soon, so stay tuned. Where can everybody you find you? You guys can find me on Instagram or TikTok at cuckoo4cloclopuffs. Um, and hopefully I, I will be posting more on both of those platforms, but I feel like it's, it's been a little bit, but I'm going to get back into it. You got to take a break sometimes. We didn't do an episode last we week, so, you know, sorry, everybody. I was everybody. in California. Katie and I met, uh, in person for the first we time. We did. I walked into her home and it was immediately high. I don't, I literally, like, I feel like I walked in, we sat down and got high and within like the first five minutes. And then just like eight TV, eight TV, wow, eight tacos and watch TV, and it was amazing. <laughs> I'm dying. At first, I thought that you meant that you got like contact high just from walking <laughs> in my house because it's so like I just smoke so much that it's like fuck, it's, it's smoking, bitch. Walls. I'm high. <laughs> Oh my god, no, I'm so happy you clarified because I was like, no, oh my god, no, why? I didn't mean it like that. Oh my god, that's <laughs> hilarious though. Oh no. She and you introduced me to this magical television show um called w- Baking it's, Murders. <laughs> it's called Crime Scene Kitchen. I do like baking murders though. That's that's a good title. <laughs> Hire me to make the title Bring- for your shows, guys. Hire me. Yes, Crime Scene Kitchen. I can't get enough of it. There's actually a new episode on Hulu right now that I'm probably going to watch after this. Y'all, here's what they do. They, so there's a kitchen and it's a crime scene and they have to figure out what was baked prior, Mm. like by just like, if the pans are wet, if the cocoa powder was expired, if this, if that, and it's all these different things and it's so great. It is so entertaining. I absolutely go watch it. I love it. They replicate this mystery dessert and it's hosted by joel McHale, who i'm like in love with and then halfway through watching it katie was like by the way i don't like joel McHale," and i was like what <laughs> and then we <laughs> but then again it's that forced i'm funny listen to me be funny you know what i mean and i don't and like it- that but it's like when when that's your job of course you're gonna do that <laughs> you know but there's something i hate about it turns me it, off i don't let it, it did not that. help that Joel McHale looked like the biggest douchebag I've ever seen on television. They had it. They had his hair. They had his hair slicked back in this really weird way, and then they gave him like a denim on denim look, where like. But it wasn't a cool denim on denim. It was like dark, weird denim that you would find on sale somewhere that's going to scratch your skin if you don't wear a long sleeve shirt under it. It was like regular, like dark denim for the pants, and then it was like. This weird, like, navy-ish colored denim for the top with that, like, weird brown, like, stitching Yellow, outline. Yellow, brown. And then his pants were rolled yeah. up. They were rolled up. It was up. a bad look. And I was like, honestly, I love him, but I don't blame you. He does not get, he does not come across well in that episode. But he does in the other ones, <laughs> so... It's no, and it's not even that, and I enjoyed him in the episode, other than his hideous outfit, but in, I, it's not that I, it's just like, I've had many moments where I've watched him and been like, oh, alrighty, and next, you know, but I also enjoyed, what was it, the soup? I love the soup. The, the, the bowl? bowl? Okay, it was the soup. 
I was like, bowling, soup, the bowl? I don't know. <laughs> what came first, the soup or the bowl? Um, no, but I was just like, I can't, I can't remember. So yeah, now I just want tomato soup oh and grilled God, cheese. I've been craving that. Mm, well, I'm yum. glad that we bookended this episode with us arguing about celebrities that we have different opinions on. <laughs> we started with it and we ended with oh, it. We came full circle. Well, until yep. next time, guys, we love you. We'll see you soon. To continue on with this two parts that doesn't need to be part. <laughs> See you guys in part two next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.